y'all. Today we have a very special edition of the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast. Zach, man, we got an interesting one today. Um, you got your host, yeah. you know, of course, Zach Johnson in the house. Got me, Dylan, ready to crank up some very musical ads and whatnot. But yeah, we have some very special guests, the guys from undergrads, Tom and Chris. Thanks for jumping on, y'all. Um, we're pumped to have you. If you don't know about these guys, they're killing it in the moving game. They're blowing up super hardcore. I also may run a little bit of their ads, which, you know, <laughs> do wonders and whatnot. But undergrads, <laughs> guys, thanks for jumping on. You know, give everybody a little introduction of yourselves so that people can kind of have some in- insights there. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. My name's Tom. This is Chris. And uh, I guess in simplest terms, what we do um, for undergrads is it's a labor-only uh, moving platform. It's powered by university students. So what that means is our students sign up uh, and basically go on this platform and put in their class schedules, their extracurriculars, um, and then say when they do and when they don't want to work. Then we book out moving jobs based on that. And they're able to go out to a uh, to the customer's site, load and unload a U-Haul truck, and then get back to class within a matter of a few hours. So they're able to work around their class schedule uh, and make a few bucks here and there based on when they're available. And it's it's extremely beneficial for them. It was great when we were in school. We started it when uh, we were seniors, and we got about a, a good full semester of it. And it, it was amazing because we were able to do this instead of go work as a bartender until 2, 3, 4 a.m. or working at the grocery store bagging groceries. We were able to go out and work on a move, work out, and get paid to do it for two to three hours and come out with 60 80 bucks um so it it works out great as a uh, little side income for students that's oh. awesome and you guys have had quite a bit of success on the advertising front what are you guys uh up to and and, and spending each and every month on ads right now so it varies by the month for moving it's a really cyclical industry so 50 percent of your revenue for moving is done between may and the beginning of september so it all depends on the month in the summer months wow. we heavily advertise so we're looking anywhere from twelve to twenty thousand dollars a month for advertising, and advertising, just depending on the month. Nice. And then you guys roll it back. I mean, is it is it uh, when you're going like basically October through uh, like April, you just cut it back and and with the same level of campaigns, or are you just like what happens in the off months? Exactly right. We cut it back. There's only a finite number of people out there looking to move. It doesn't make sense to overspend on advertising, uh, dilute your CPA. And so for us, yeah, it makes sense to move it back and then really spend our advertising budget in the months when people are looking to move. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, I'm excited. Let's let's dive into it today. Let's let's dive into this rich ad segment. Tell us what's working now for you guys. What's working for us is all digital, baby. So we, we thought about going... <laughs> doing stuff like brochures and sending them out to people who are buying new homes. We thought about reaching out to real estate agents personally and trying to make those connections. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to how much time you're going to spend, what the return's going to be. And for us, when we have someone like Dylan running our Facebook ads and we operate on Google uh, heavily as well, we can get these ads going, reach an extremely large audience very easily without, with minimal effort on our end and get a great return on it. So for us, we do everything through Google and Facebook. Yeah, if we if we can't track it, if we can't measure it, we don't do it. And that's why digital's right up our alley. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So Dylan, you got a you got a you got the winning ad rolled up? 
Oh, I do. I mean, it's more of a kind of concept, I'd say. Um, we have a lot of ads that have absolutely killed it, but the concept is there. And Chris, I think you were the one who mentioned it, but it's just being very transparent, very upfront out of the gate on labor only moving, sitting at that $45 an hour range to where that real unique selling proposition is, hey, you know, they don't have to pay an arm and a leg to get, you know, super high end movers um, and that kind of concept there more or less. So, I mean, it's just kind of being very transparent on the costs. Um, I feel like the big benefit we have, you know, in the ads themselves, of course, there are dozens of variations, but it's, you know, don't overpay for moving. So, or don't get overcharged like other moving companies. So that usually raises some eyebrows like, hey, if I could save an extra, you know, 120 bucks here or something, I'm gonna check this out. So that winning ad concept is just being really transparent, showing the cost up front. And that's been quite a game changer for us. And of course, you got to showcase these, you know, college students and the ads moving these, of course, just because, you know, people want to see who's moving that gear or their, you know, home items more or less. So on that kind of winning ad side, I wouldn't say it's necessarily an ad, but more of a kind of a concept on just being really, really transparent up front. Um, save hundreds, you know, with undergrad specialized label, labor only model. So it's just very obvious, very upfront to where there is not much hiding in the fine print, I would imagine. Um, would y'all kind of say the same thing? That's exactly right. Our number one value prop as a business itself is the fact that we only charge $45 per hour per mover, no fees attached. So we put that front and center on the website because as a consumer, the big pain points people have is the extremely high cost of moving, as well as the fact that many moving companies add all these crazy fees at the end of your move. So if they drive 30 miles, they're going to add $1.50 a mile. They have to go up and down stairs. They'll charge you $5 to go up and down stairs. Whereas we just say, you know what? We're not going to do that. $45 an hour. We'll get it done no matter what. And then it's, it's kind of funny you mentioned the uh, showcasing the college students. We got a request or a message on Facebook from one of our ads that has two bigger, bigger guys on it. Uh, it was a lady. And she said, yo, can I get the number of these people? <laughs> and, we, and, and we thought it was the company. So we're like, yeah, ma'am, our numbers, blah, 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 blah. Turns out she was asking for those guys' specific numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and so That's having hilarious. those nice young college guys front and center, along with a great price, we think is what's the winning combination for us, just like Dylan said. Now, is, is timing and, and turnaround here a factor? So like, I just went through a move, uh, you know, like last weekend maybe the weekend before. And, um, yeah, we went through the whole sales process, right? Like buy the truck, they try to upsell you on like, do you need movers? And, and we're, you know, we've had some bad experience with movers in the <laughs> past. So we're like, no, like don't <laughs> mess with our stuff. We'll get, you know, we'll get some of our own buddies to, to, to handle it. But then, you know, moving day comes, right? And you're like, oh, gosh, this is this is a bitch. <laughs> and uh, and so then we're like ha uh, more. I don't know, maybe 60 percent of the way through the move. And we're like, we got to go hire some movers. <laughs> um, and so we started like Googling like same day movers, next day movers. Uh, does that like what's the are, are people just more prepared and moving than I am? Or what, am I just? just completely unorganized in, no, in my moving the, the typical the, the typical person looking to move typical customers usually about seven to 14 days out so the, the bicycle is really quick but it's also yeah it's not that that uh that long that long term um you're booking the customer so you're, you're following up and then they and then they're immediately on your schedule you'll meet them next week 
and then what's the average like number of hours like how long does it take you know on average somebody to to, to move um typically it's a it's about two to four hours it really depends on what they're doing um what? sometimes yeah oh sometimes, my gosh yeah you know right <laughs> sometimes we're loading up their house into a truck uh load only range between two to three hours unloads uh, usually a little bit quicker because you don't have to play tetris in the truck and sit there and figure out how to pack it wow so you can unload a truck in about an hour hour and a half two hours so all in all it depends on the size of the on the of the house but um, we like to speed them up because we've got the manpower we've got a team of 200 guys right now spread across five different locations so if you say you need movers we've definitely got the movers um and we like well, to you're, you're saying two to three hours of how many dudes right like uh how many guys exactly so yeah. so it really depends on the size of the house if it's a if it's a pretty large move we'll send six guys out there sometimes but we but you've got to think these guys get really tired so if you've got guys out there six eight hours all day long they're gonna be upset they're not gonna be happy to be out there <laughs> like moving all day long in the heat of south carolina um so we like yeah. to keep the timeline down it improves quality uh the customer stays happy and the move gets done just considerably faster and i uh I mean, so I had two experiences. Number one, our move was probably like over 50 man hours because we have just so much shit. Um, <laughs> so, so it was like, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of, a lot of people involved. I think my sister though did moving the absolute best. I mean, she literally called up like 35 of her friends. Everybody rolled up right at 11 o'clock each person picked up like two things and the move was done in 15 minutes. Yep. <laughs> that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. I don't even have that many friends. But, I was going to uh, say, your sister is pretty popular. I don't have many I know, she's like super, <laughs> super I might have four people who come help. <laughs> if, if I have your really, So, I mean, something really interesting, I feel like that kind of stems from this on, you know, how fast people are kind of booking this is, I mean, on Facebook, of course, we can see everything on a one-day click, seven-day click, 28-day click basis to where, you know, even on a one-day click window, we're putting a dollar, you know, making six or seven dollars, six to seven dollars on that very first day. So, I mean, people are, you know, deciding very quick whether they're booking out a week from now. They're seeing the ad and, you know, really converting immediately. So, the direct response aspect to it is pretty, pretty freaking killer, I would say. So would you say like if it's 45 sorry would you say if it's 45 an hour and they're four hours are you talking about like a customer value of 180 bucks or are you talking about four hours with like several guys and and they're throwing down like 500 dollars to a thousand dollars on on moving it it varies but for us it's a little different so kind of the reason our moves are shorter is simply the way our business operates so when Mm -hmm. you have people who are renting their own truck and moving themselves you're typically not going to get the the people with the million dollar houses. And we're very well aware of that. They want a white glove service. Our customers mm-hmm. are, you know, you're more standard people uh, who have a, let's call it thousand to 3000 square foot house. And that's why it's so much faster. Also, we don't do any packing. We don't do any unpacking. It's just moving your boxes and your furniture around. But as far as the value mm-hmm. goes, our average customer value is right around $300. And our average mm-hmm. move is like Thomas said, two to four hours, three hours with like a little under three guys. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Very cool. I love it. And uh, talk to me about some of the advertising strategies that you guys are deploying, you know, locally, like you targeting like uh, U-Haul locations, you targeting Home Depot, you just targeting a certain demographic. 
Who, so, who do you guys like to, to get in front of? Oh, it's good. Demographics is a big one for us. So 40% of the movers for us are between the ages of 25 and 44. So there's an easy one right there. The second one mm-hmm. is we actually had a guy recently call us and he's like, yeah, I just bought a new home. And as soon as I went online and said I bought a new home, I started immediately getting spammed by your Facebook ads, which means <laughs> Dylan's killing it. And so and there's another demographic, someone buying a home, um, someone renting a truck. Mm. And, and exactly, we've got it narrowed down to the types of customers we're looking for. And all we have to do is get our ads right in front of them. Nice. Uh, that's That's cool, man. I love it. Yeah, Should the, we talk about uh or, go ahead? I was gonna go say ahead. the other the other interesting aspect that is different in moving than a lot of industries. So let's just compare it to say online retail or something like uh like Herschel backpacks. So someone can look up a Herschel backpack on a Monday and then three months later get an ad from them and still be interested in a Herschel backpack. But for us, like you were saying, the buying cycle for moving is typically seven to fourteen days. Someone's making a decision, even as early as one or two days. And so we know that we need to get in front of those customers as many times as we can in that short timeline. And then once they hit that timeline, we drop off. And so Dylan's got his Facebook ad set up so that once they get past that 28-day mark, we won't send them any more ads because we know they're going to be a dead lead. Dead. Dead. Gotcha. Gotcha. So your uh, so your frequency is like 30 plus uh, um, on, the, on the remarketing there or what? Yeah. 27.6 to be exact. No, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Repeating, of course. No, it's like less than four, so it's not bad at all. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah, and it's super Very geospecific. Cool. So we just, we only operate, we'd like to target within the 10 to 20 mile range of each city. So it's not like we're some, uh, say, Herschel backpack. We're not some national retailer where we're advertising to the entire U.S. and it's very broad we can narrow down exactly where we're looking for these people and it helps it kind of uh, hone it in. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's dive into the next segment. Oh gosh. Y'all buckle up, buckle up. Nick. All right. Y'all check y'all's email as well. I just sent off the very poor ad. Now this is a poor ad. Um, honestly, I think it would have some killer thumb stopping power. But I want y'all. I want to hear from y'all first. Go ahead and open this bad boy, enlarge that, and let's get those first reactions. Like, what's going through your mind? Pulling it up right now. Pulling it up. Oh, and just so everybody has some context, we got drip drop. It's a it's a dehydration relief. Um, but it's not the copy that's very poor, but more or less the image being used in the background. Very, <laughs> very good. Oh my god. <laughs> Looks like you took a shot of tequila. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's a very constipated look. I, I just, you know, it's. I, I think it would actually like work somewhat decent in an ad, but I could just imagine all the negative feedback the comments would be to where I don't even think I would want to run this in an ad if it was my brand. But hey, you know. It looks like the guy's like just disgusted with how the product actually tastes. Yep, I don't exactly. He, he He's looking at the product. Yep. I mean, this is this is a poor ad for sure. Good <laughs> yeah, he's directly fun. looking at how disgusting that product is. It looks like someone just went into paint and just selected all the text up top and then kind of tried to color it in because they've, they've left out the first quotation mark and it's white. So I don't know. And what's with the dashes? <laughs> what's with the yeah, hyphens? Try to for getting dash to 
dash refill dash the dash water dash bottle dash dehydration question mark and then just a random end quote with no starting quote there is a starting quote you just can't see it because it's white they forgot to color it blue oh gosh this is so funny yeah i'm sold um you know i I really think they did go to clip art type in guy working out exhausted and hey let's just go ahead and select the first one dude you know like this is all right well harry hey that's you know a fun little segment of our rich ad poor ad segment 15 percent off is that enough to get you to try that (laughs) (laughs) i mean hey deals for days you know i'm always a happy (laughs) you know (laughs) that's amazing that's amazing oh my gosh all right let's dive into this this other piece one thing that um i'd love for you guys to share you know we're all about helping marketers understand more of the, the financial principles of capitalizing their business and, and, and scaling up. So with you guys being, uh, you know, as early stage as you are and, and the stage of business that you're at, what, what advice would you guys have for, um, you know, funding your ad spend? How did you go about ramping up to, you know, to 20 grand? Did you guys bootstrap at all? Did you put, you know, cash in, just reinvest, you know, the revenues, did you take on investors? How did you guys get up to, to 20K spend? So in a couple different ways. Number one, we have bootstrapped the entire company. We've never taken an investment here where we're at. We've tripled revenue after the first year. We're going to almost triple revenue again this year. That's all done completely by reinvesting our profits. Uh, that's one of the biggest pieces of advice we'd give for someone is go as absolute long as you can without taking on investment. It's just going to dilute your equity if you take it on earlier. Uh, secondly, as far as your ad spend, you want to find ways to defer the payment of the money you're going to spend on ads. So if you know you've got a killer ad that's going to get a return, get something like a credit card with a 0% APR for a certain amount of time. Do something um, where you can defer payment, whether it's to ad card or ad spend, etc. And then just get that money to work for you, knowing that you're going to get your return on it and be able to pay it back at a later date. Easiest way to do it. Yeah, what did you get? What card did you guys use uh, uh, early on? We uh, we have one with Chase, the Chase uh, Ink card. It's a zero percent APR, twelve months. We got a great credit limit on it, uh, and it's basically funded us all the way up to where we're at right now. Uh, and it, and it's done wonders for us. Also, Chase as a whole is just a great bank. Shout out Chase. Okay, In, insert <laughs> insert Chase sponsorship here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Come on, Chase. <laughs> Let's get some of that, that bank money out here. Uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, cool. Congrats on, on bootstrapping the business thus far and, you know, being smart uh, in terms of using your own, you know, personal credit score uh, to, to get a, a decent line um, and, and ramp up thus far. So you guys are in the process of, you know, you've seen some pretty killer traction. You're also looking to raise some money right now. Is that right? Yep, exactly right. Yeah, about uh about two hundred fifty thousand. So it's it's not a lot, but that's what we've dialed in on the team that we need to to get us to the next level. So what's the what's the next level for you guys, and like why why raising two hundred fifty thousand right now? So that that's going to be for the technology, uh, not necessarily build out because we've already built out about seventy five eighty percent of it. Um, that's going to be to improve the technology stack that we have, building out the team. We'll probably bring on about nine new employees um, to to take on all the uh, the business that Dylan has been pumping us over the past couple of months. Um, we're going to be launching into four new markets uh, in addition to the five markets we have now. So um, we just we really need a, a solid infrastructure to take on all of that. 
Uh, it's a little bit different than Chris and I um, doing as much as we can right now with just the other uh, couple of hands on deck helping us out. But um, yeah, it's it. That's what's really gonna want to build it out is that that team that we're gonna be able to create with it. And how, what's it cost to open up a new market? You think it's almost negligible. It's uh, since we are we have such low overhead, we don't own any trucks, we don't own any office space. Um, getting into a new market is literally just putting out ad ad spend in that specific market and building up uh, a solid mover base. So um, it can be as little as zero dollars if you want it to be if all you have to do is find a few guys up there that are willing to work you get them on the platform and then it it just snowballs yeah and what's the what's the ask on the the 250k what's the range of of equity that you guys are willing to give up for the 250 yeah that's a good question on the 250 we're looking to give up between five and 15 percent we don't want to give up any more than 15 percent on our first round We'd love to keep it below 10, um, so somewhere around that valuation. Yeah, and, and how's the response been so far? How long have you guys been raising, and what's been uh, some of the feedback? I know you guys mentioned you've been chatting with a few investors so far. Yeah, we started uh, about two weeks ago really looking at it. Um, we've lined up a few meetings with investors. We just got out of one. That's We had a, um, ran a little late to this. That's, that's why we just got out of a, a pretty – lengthy meeting. We've got a next round meeting with the guy who seems extremely interested. Um, so it's nice to know that the interest is there. It's just do the terms line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the, uh, like, what's the reason for the interest? What do you think that's, that's catching their attention? Is it, it more your market or the early traction or your, your dominating Facebook ads? What's, what's really the standout uh, in their the- response? It's a couple of different things. Uh, the first one being that we do have traction. So as an investor, it's significantly less risky to invest in a company that's proven the model works, which has basically mm-hmm. been our plan for the last two years is pick a business model, prove it can scale in one location, and then prove you can scale it to multiple locations. And now it's just us going to investors saying, hey, we've sort of got this thing figured out. Now we just need money to grow faster. Uh, and so that's what's been working. And then from a business model standpoint, we think that the fact that we are so asset light, don't have a lot of inventory, we're able to scale extremely quickly into an extremely large market. The moving market is an $18 billion market. Uh, and so those two, that combination of things is what we think is piquing investors' interest. Nice. Nice, cool. And how can uh, those that are uh, that are listening get in touch with you guys if they're interested on uh, investing? Shoot us an email. Um, you can send me over an email, Tom T O M at undergrads with an S dot com. Um, follow us on LinkedIn. Chris and I are both very active on LinkedIn. Or uh, you shoot us a contact message on our website, undergrads.com. Nice, nice. And if somebody wanted to give you guys uh let's say the 250, but they wanted to take maybe five to fifteen percent of the revenue and do more of a, a revenue share style model, are you guys open to models like that or looking for straight equity we're, we're open to whatever uh we'd, we'd like to go the equity route but if someone came to us with a with a debt uh debt finance that made sense we'd be more than happy to be uh discuss that as well nice yeah the terms are on the table we're uh we're open to to whatever makes the most sense for us and the investor so um send it our way very cool well there you have it i love it congrats on your guys's early traction and, and success i love uh 
I love the fact that uh, D Meister over here is rocking the ads and you guys have been able to scale up to 20 grand a month here over the summer months. And uh, congrats on the, the, the early traction with investors, right? Raising 250K. Uh, let us, let, let's circle back up in a couple of months and see how that goes. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.